DMC Podcast. Please note that the views shared in this podcast are not of intent to offend or harm our viewers, but to share an open dialogue between mates and hopefully even between multiple cultures. The views expressed are solely of the individuals and may require parental guidance, as the views shared in this podcast series are of adult nature and content. Hello world, welcome to Deep Meaningful Conversations with your boy, Alice Casilembo, and I'm being joined today by two of my friends, uh, Brooks and Matthew, who decided to hey. not show their faces because they, they hate me. No, we just want right. to stare at your uh, face. I just don't have a just, face. You just wanna, okay, well... <laughs> I guess us boys are going to be boys then. We're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be talking about some controversial stuff. We're, we're, we're in like the, the good part of Africa. We like we get some service delivery. Yeah, God hears us I'm, sometimes. I'm in the best part of Africa. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like yo, dude. You're like in like European Africa. Actually. I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> Cape Town is like it's like it's actually it's. I heard someone talking about that they were recently in PE. Um, and yeah. then they were like, it was a real eye-opener to be there. Like, you actually see what Africa or South Africa is like. <laughs> and you come, you, come back to, you come back to Cape Town and it's like you've gone to a complete different country almost. Even yeah. though it's, it's just a couple kilometers away from each other, you know? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> like, every time I see pictures of, of Cape Town, it looks so clean and, and, and um, like modern. I think mm. I saw this one meme. I saw this one meme, right? Uh, where they showed like a road separating the Western Cape from the Northern Cape. And like the, ro- <laughs> the road from the Western Cape, like where it says like, welcome to the Western Cape, going to Cape Town. That was like fresh, dude. It was proper. And then the road right before was like, it had potholes. And this is a highway. <laughs> it had potholes. It was like cracks, like it was deep, oh. like dude it was it was falling apart it was a mess yeah you see you see uh <clears throat> without getting into the whole politics and stuff there's they do the, the political people do a lot of um a lot of work in areas that you're able to see right yeah. so you'll see all the roads will be well almost all the roads will be looking new will not have potholes traffic lights and whatever will all be there you know um, <laughs> um, are you sure you're in Africa? Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> I'm not, you know, very strange. Um, but there are there are definitely like places if you go to where where you can see like not too far away even where like the Cape yeah. Flats you can go go in there and then you can see that yeah. it's not as as exactly the same. Like you know, yeah, it's, it's not as glamorous. Yeah, because mm, I, I mm. heard that uh, the Cape Flats is like the like the that's pretty much like the Chicago of South Africa. It's got the highest death rates like in South Africa. It's it's got like the highest rates of gang gang activity. Um, I th- in, in I Africa think in it it might be correct, but I I it's been a while since I've looked at the that kind of information. Um, uh, dude, but, you yeah, don't even have to look it's... for it in a while. I mean, like it's right there in the news. <laughs> I mean, like it's. The army went there and they retreated. <laughs> hey, by the way, <laughs> Brooks is actually one of the editors. Actually, he's our editor here on our podcast, and uh, he's 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 been really fantastic. How he got to join the podcast is actually a funny story. We recorded a podcast, me and Claire, 
we uploaded it onto um we uploaded onto um uh a youtube and we I, I shared a whatsapp status of it and um it was awful like the, the the sound quality on my end was really really bad but brooks is like dude what were you recording using this it's awful let me help you and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah sure join in dude like come in the more the merrier and uh yeah ever since then he's been part of the family and he's been doing uh he's been doing a really good job at it so yeah everybody he's been doing the lord's for... work the lord's work clap hands for mac uh, clap hands for brooks <laughs> clap hands for brooks one time highlight your boy and it wasn't easy for him either dude that's not even to let this podcast any further so ladies and gentlemen we had a different podcast plan for today but because this is a special DMC episode, I'd like to have a 30-minute chat with you guys because you guys have been an instrumental part of this podcast. Matthew, who has given his time um, again and again to be on this podcast and to share himself with us, has given us like really great content and we've had really good conversations with him where he's, he's, he's given us so much wisdom. And with Brooks, who's been uh, an instrumental, a detrimental part in our success, from our first video up until now and i'd like to just like put praise on you guys and just like fucking you know go through like the the react to the next episode that we're going to be airing right now we might just watch a small snippet of it maybe react to it see it is how it is Ooh. that you know we did how we performed um, it's going to be it's going to be an it's only it's going to be an audio only episode so ah. this is going to be a dmc oh, reacts episode yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is like, so it doesn't matter that I'm in my pajamas. Yeah. Why, oh, why would it, why would that's it matter? so cool because I was just about to be like, forgive me, forgive me in my pajamas and wet hair. No, we're just gonna have a quick chat. Like, that's fine. They'll like, still, they'll still all know now that you were in your pajamas and had wet hair. But it's fine. They just won't see. Yeah, I'm also not wearing a bra, but no one can see. <laughs> I, <laughs> but god knows i mean god can see <laughs> god will judge you <laughs> uh he doesn't judge he just like arouses himself whoa, whoa, whoa okay wow. <laughs> <laughs> but is this what you were looking for alex <laughs> There yes, we that, go. Yeah, thanks, God. That's uh, th <laughs> delivering once again. Uh, Praise the Lord. Praise <laughs> <laughs> Alex is dying. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm, I'm having the time of my life. So he's gone full Claire, donkey mode. Claire, Claire and I did those two, like donkey from Shrek. <laughs> That's right, fool. Now I'm a flying talking donkey. You might have seen a house fly, maybe even a super fly, but I bet you ain't never seen a donkey fly. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, what, what, what I like about uh, this episode, like that we're doing right now, is that we're gonna be looking at like the past challenges that we had, Matthew. Uh, I never got to ask you this, but were there any any concerns that you had? being on the podcast. Hmm. Let me think. <clears throat> um, being berated by Alex. <laughs> ah, that, was, that, that happened regardless. No, not really. Um, 
Yeah, not really. No, I didn't really have any concerns or whatever. Just that it was gonna take up too much of my time, and it did it. So it was, yeah, it all, it all, it all worked out well. It all worked out well. Okay, and then, um, like, what I like about it as well is that, like, so many friendships were formed in the in the recordings over the period of our recordings, and um, I think the most significant of them all is uh, uh, Claire. You've been able to to actually meet new people and, and, and interesting people, different cultures. You got to meet Jess. Yeah. You got to meet Nontu. You got to meet, you got to meet Cecile. You got to meet like a whole bunch of different people from different backgrounds and you were able to engage with them mm. and, and you were able to, to realize that like, you know, there's a lot more in common out there than, than we do, than we are different. And that's the type of person you've always yeah. been. But, um, I wanted to find out did you did you have any concerns about how you would be perceived and 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 how it is that this podcast would have come about like how it would have looked <laughs> Um so like yeah I had a lot of like um concerns about that you know yeah. um I had a lot of uh reservations because you know, it's just so so many things can be snipped and edited and be like, oh, look, this is what she meant and said, although mm. um, it's exactly not what I meant and said. However, um, meeting all these people have really helped me get out of my shell and really helped me open up and become more uh, vulnerable to those kind of things. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I really like you know meeting Matthew and Nontu and Jess and Cecile has been um has been like a really nice like breath of fresh air it's been nice to be able to talk to people that are on the same wavelength as me mm. and um like I don't normally well I, I normally don't get that because I'm I'm scared of going out of my comfort zone so it felt like a nice, safe way to <clears throat> share those type of ideas and conversations with people mm. where I normally wouldn't. And Brooks, you've had a lot of fun editing these things. I've heard so much oh. about it. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> like, some of them. Some yes. of them. <laughs> Wait, so you were holding back. <laughs> what uh, if that was you being nice and holding back i don't i don't know what difference everything uh, no, else i'm just have. like really critical with certain things because yeah. it's you know what i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah look bricks uh you've had a lot of challenges as well uh with 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 editing as well i mean like you had to step out of your comfort zone as well because you're a sound engineer and that's where that's where your 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 expertise lie and i requested that you also help out with the visuals for youtube would you like to like carry the audience through the whole process yeah. of what it is that i made you go through and uh what it is that you you had to go through okay, so yeah yeah, so I was used to like super, super basic video editing, like putting in video clips, doing minor animations, yeah. cropping them. Yeah. And that was about the extent of my video editing. <laughs> and the video editor I had was like super basic, super simple to use. Yeah. And Alex w wanted more shit. And I was like, cool. So 
how do I add this stuff? <laughs> yeah. So I had to go and get a new video editor. And I looked at this thing and I was like, what the actual fuck am I looking at here? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know anything. That, that was the DaVinci one, right? And I opened up like the color correction thing. I was like, oh, this is cool. It has color correction. I opened it and I was like, there's so many buttons. <laughs> like I thought... A plane was intimidating with the amount of buttons it had. <laughs> but but, but here, here's the thing. What I wanted to highlight from, from your experience, right, was that, like, this, this podcast made you step out of your comfort zone. And um, there, there were quite a few requests that I made you do. And um, even though you were resistant to it, uh, you were able to adapt and you were able to, to, make, to make those changes and to adapt and help us with the visuals as well. And you've been doing a really good job at it. So, yeah. So, don't thank you. You're welcome, actually. First of all, you're welcome for helping me push you. Okay. So, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, even though it's not something I would have wanted to do, like, if a client requests something, I mean, like, I'm going to go out of my way to yeah. fulfill it. Yeah. And would you say that it's a skill that's benefited you? Uh, I wouldn't say I didn't, like, that would be stupid, <laughs> but, like, do I think it's something I'm going to use all the time? No. Yeah. Is it something I will use again? Definitely. Like, especially if I'm doing short things, Yeah. like some of the effects that I learned that I could do are really definitely cool. But why not consider maybe putting a name out there for, um, other YouTubers to to get in touch with you for their editing and and you're like you you've done really good work. The podcast is proof of that. So, I mean, this is a platform that you could use to actually you know uh, put your name out there and and have people reach out to you. Well, yeah, like I would love <clears throat> to fix their sound and everything. Video at the moment, I don't think that's something that's on my list purely because of. The demands it puts on my pc okay. and it takes way too much time for my pc like when i'm running literally just two video tracks at a time my pc is like nope yeah no so <laughs> so to the people out there uh if it is that you want your sound done right or your sound engineering done right uh please link into the comments or into the description down below. We will leave um, Brooks's details as well as uh, his email address, as well as the Deep Meaningful Conversation email address. So you can contact us for his efforts or if you are in need of any of his skills. So yeah, we will put that in the description down below. Now <clears throat> to you guys, um, Matthew and Claire, um, I told Claire this the other day in yesterday's podcast right um but i've actually I've, I've learned so much from you guys over the po the podcast actually uh if there's aspects of you guys that i've that i can take away from this podcast i think it's i think for matthew it would be your wisdom like you've got an incredible amount of wisdom in you and um oh, it, thanks, it comes man. from from no, 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 no. Mm. you're welcome you, you you like you're wise in the sense of you know I think it comes from just your honesty um, because <clears throat> not only are you an honest person, you, you've been raised and you've been raised well by, by morally mm. strong people. And it shows from Claire, I've learned uh, to be patient and, and, and to be persistent at the same time. 
like to to constantly put your best effort in in doing something then like if, if there's a shut door mm. not to let you not to let that deter you and uh yeah from from chess i just learned how like how to be strong in vulnerability from from the podcast that we shared um from uh from cecile um i, I learned how to be giving up my time and when not to be giving up my time um so I, i've learned so much from different podcasts and from our different conversations and um it's it's really been an eye opener so i wanted to ask if this is there anything that you guys have learned uh, from the podcast that you'd like to share with us i learned it's okay to share like ideas thoughts yeah anything like it's it's okay to share like you don't have to just because it's racy or um be because uh like you you're not sure what people will think of it or whatever like you should open yourself up and you should like show what's inside of you uh to other people i mean like inside of your heart not like your stomach <laughs> Wait, what? What did you even say? <laughs> like for a minute there, for, like, for, for a, it was like so profound, to, and then the yeah, weirdest yeah. metaphor. Like for a minute there, for a minute there I was like, yeah, word, word, word. Like she's really, she's gonna drop up. She's gonna drop some bombs on us. Like, yeah, let's let's listen to what she has to say. Then that was so anticlimactic. It was like, womp womp. <laughs> You guys laughed, so I mean, I think that climax is fine. I think that worked well. Yeah. yeah, from editing, I would guess that like you can say that just by listening, that it allows you to be more open-minded, listen from multiple perspectives. Like, yeah, don't yeah. just listen to the first thing and react. Yeah, give yourself time to mm. listen to more than one opinion. Yeah, mm. I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, like and and like be <clears throat> able to actually do that, you know, because like I mean. I'm such a person that's like, so like caught up and like, so this like podcast has really shown me like, okay, I can open up. I can share myself. I can share my, um, passions, you know, I can share my life experiences and it's, it's okay. And it's good. Yeah. And I can show what's like the stuff that I'm made out of, you know, I can show that. Yeah. And uh, a lot of yeah. what you guys have shared and what you guys have said has actually made us such a, a, a huge impact on a lot of people's lives. Yeah. So I'm just going to like turn off my PC screen because my inverter is struggling. Oh, okay. No problem. <laughs> turn off the PC screen knowing What's that. What's an inverter? That, uh, it's backup power because I currently have load shedding. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude, the oh, okay. Let's talk about load shedding, okay? Because, guys, what the fuck is happening? First of all, to our international fans, load shedding is this thing that happens in Africa, right? Where the government decides to combat global warming by switching off electricity for about two to eight hours a day. No, oh, fucking lies. <laughs> no, not even two hours a day, famo. It's like at least four. At least four, yes, oh. now. But it, I read an article the other day that we are now about to go to stage eight load shedding. And... Stage yeah. eight is the worst level. Yeah, and on top of that, right? Oh, for me, stage eight is a minimum of thirteen hours a day. No, but hold on, but stage, yeah. Yeah. Like, the thing is, 
not only did they say we, we're going to be going to stage eight, but they said that we have to now look at possible stages above stage eight that we can actually no. implement. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's actually not true. Because one of the people <clears throat> working at ESCOM admitted that anything past stage eight won't be possible. It will literally be a national blackout. North, North Korea, motherfucker. We will be North Korea, nigga. Like as soon as as soon as they, the sun goes down, the president's like, aren't we already? <laughs> Pretty sure they have power all the time. North Korea, no, they, they switch off the power at night. Like as, except for like the pres, like, except for the the presidential residency. Oh, yeah. okay. Just so that the kids can't play games at night on the PC. No, it's because they ain't. I understand. Because they burn coal, North dude. North Korea is just the largest prison in the world. Yeah, that's it, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I actually, I saw uh, uh, somewhere on YouTube this guy. He he tried to send um, an Apple AirTag uh, to North Korea, and he was able to track everywhere that this thing went. Like it went, uh, he sent it from America, then managed to go somewhere in Europe, and then. It ended up somewhere. Uh, he lost it for like a month, and then it showed up in South Korea. <laughs> and then he's like, "This is the wrong Korea." <laughs> and then, like, it got sent back to him because it was like, "No, we couldn't deliver it to North Korea." <laughs> they were like, "We're not gonna risk it. We can't find anybody willing to risk their lives going into North Korea." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's gotten better, but it's still not good. It's gotten better. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it used, to, it used to be much worse. <laughs> It's like the dictatorship is lighter now. It's like it's not as heavy as it used to be. Yeah, the dictatorship <laughs> is lighter now. No, 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 no. It's not not like that. It's just like that people are actually able to go in and come out. You know, used to be able. Used to, used to be if you went but, in, you but, never but came out. The thing out. is that, like, yeah, yeah, like they'd be able to go in and come out if they behave. But some of the times, like, you don't know what you did wrong when it is that you are called in. In any case, you know. Yeah, so, I mean that's the same in China, you know. That's there's, yeah. Anyway, maybe we should talk about something else. Yeah. No, no well, we're busy talking about electricity. I like this topic. Yeah. I like electricity, and I don't have. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh. Now, I okay, but can I just say something about electricity? Yeah. Okay, so my parents have uh, solar panels, so yeah. uh, I don't really experience the load shedding. Yeah, I told Brooks. Ah. That's what I wanted to say about the electricity. Yeah, she wanted to brag. <laughs> Fuck you, Claire. Yeah. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. Fuck you. Uh, With your goddamn solar panels. It's kind of weird. You should have known what an inverter is because solar panels need inverters. Oh, but I don't know anything about the solar panel shits. I know that there's solar panels on the You're roof. You're just like, I have solar. I know nothing about it, but I have solar. Nice. No, the sun has solar, okay? <laughs> I just absorb it. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a leaf, <laughs> just out standing outside. There. Yeah, you go stand outside, you absorb the sun, then you go inside and stick your finger in the wall. Fuck it. <laughs> Kids, do not try the set yeah. <laughs> We don't encourage it. This is a podcast for adults. <laughs> oh. Adults, Adults do not try, try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> you guys said it unanimously, even. Something was so perfect. Yeah. These guys are on the same wavelength yeah. right there. But yeah, dude, like with this whole electricity thing, dude, I mean, businesses are getting fucked, hey? Mm -hmm. Like small businesses are shutting down yeah. because of it, dude. I don't even know if it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the unemployment rate as it stands in South Africa is 45% because of this. Not not because of this. Well, this being one of the reasons. 
Yeah, main um, reason. I mean, so. COVID already made it bad, and now this is just making we it We were done getting to junk status before COVID. I mean, look at how long it took me just to edit that what, this episode that's going to air. Yeah. I mean, it should have taken me a day, and it took me, like, all fucking week, because I was like, I have one hour of power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Dude, it's, mm. it is bad, dude. It is really, really bad. But let's, let's, just, let's just cross fingers, dude. Um, there was this one video that I saw of this governor in Utah. There's a, a massive drought happening. There's like the worst. They, 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 the west side of America is experiencing the worst drought that is that it has ever experienced in 22 years. And um, the population of, of major cities in the west are growing, but the water uh, the water capacity is can't meet the demand. So the governor of staying the same. Yeah, the yeah. governor of Utah. Um, decided to put out uh, a public service announcement where he asked the people of America to pray for water. Not for them to do anything about it. They asked the people to pray for water. And he was dead serious. He was dead serious? If it's a church, if it's a church saying it, okay, that's fine. But if it's the governor, somebody who was put there to make sure that they plan for the future and make sure that they make provisions for the future, and then they come and they come yeah, on TV. That's a bit awkward. And they come on TV and they're like, yo, dude, we don't know what to do. So we're just gonna give it to God. Don't like advertise for less baths and, and more showers or like uh, watering your plants during the nighttime. No, fuck that shit. Yeah. No, but like th- those are just like those are just plasters, you know? But like what plans have you implemented for the long term? Like, are you building more dams? Where are you drilling for boreholes? Uh, are you looking into desalination? Are we going to import water? Like, what are the plans for the future? Because right now we're fucked. But in the future, I mean, we need to grow the economy. This is why you need to have that people that go yeah. into government have to do a science exam or like to make sure that they actually know what the hell's going on. Yeah, but dude, like, let's face it, dude, mm. politics all around the world is just a matter of nepotism, dude. Like fucking all the Kennedys yeah. have been in fucking politics. All of them. All of the all, all of the Kennedys. All of them. Fucking right there. Boom. In there. And I'm pretty sure the grandkids are set. Boom. You know? Uh so I mean, like you, you like that's something that people have very little control over. And if they do, they manipulate it into voting for a specific person based on whatever promises that they make. It's like South Africa. Like um like people just like vote for the ANC because of like how much like popularity it is you know yeah that that's what politics is politics is, is a is a popularity contest and people are usually usually people in politics who get very very far usually persuade the way to the top or they intimidate the way to the top you know the problem with politics like we said yesterday is that politics is either the ruling party or the opposition party right that's usually how it is that's how it is all over the world it doesn't matter how many political parties there are that's how it is and um like the the one thing is that people keep thinking that the next person will bring them heaven only to be disappointed but yet we keep believing that something something's yeah. going to change in the future so we we just we, it's like we're not learning that this 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 is not working out we we need to like look at the the kinks the kinks in the chain and fix them otherwise it's just going to break eventually you know what? I was actually talking to my friend. Like he's actually a um, he actually works in the military in America, and I was busy talking to him. And um, I was telling him, I was like, you know what? Like nowadays, you can't be like left or right. You can't be red or blue. Yeah. 
you you have to be purple. You have to be a combination of the two because the thing is like there's no such thing as like black and white. You know, there's shades of gray. And so you've got to be shades of like blue mixed with purple. Now you I can understand if you say, okay, I'm purple, but I'm like more reddish purple or more bluish purple. But the idea is that we come together. We 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 say, okay, we're not gonna fight one another. We are going to work with one another and we're going to try and come to a conclusion to this matter. We're not trying to take a stand against one another. You understand? Mm. Yeah. But um, I, I, I think it's not ever going to happen. Not in my lifetime. I don't think it's ever going to happen in anybody's lifetime. As long as like we keep on making different, like we keep on highlighting differences within ourselves and we keep on like making like a subcategory box that we should all put ourselves in, you know, like, like mm. not only do you have to be like, uh, claim a nationality like you have to be proudly for example proudly american right and then afterwards from there you have to identify yourself as either a gen z a millennial or whatever you know then from there you have to identify as this 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 or that you know and then like there's just there's so many boxes to put yourself in if you're a christian you must be republican and stuff like that yeah Yeah. or vice versa if you're public republican then you must be christian yeah so like yeah. we keep on putting ourselves into boxes each and every single time and that keeps on alienating us us alienating us from our neighbors and from the people around us you know like let's let, let's face facts dude like if we had to be born like let's say 5 years before we were born or 5 years after we were born the chances of us all being friends is very slim to none Based yeah, on based true. on like the environment or the society I, that we that, yeah. that that we grew up in, like we probably wouldn't be, most likely, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's just my two cents about it. That's just my rant about it. But like you know what I heard? Um, apparently there's like crime syndicates, etc. Around yeah, that sabotage um, the stations and shit. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. So and it's like. No one wants their family to be targeted and shit like that. And like, yeah, I agree with but them. But why would they sabotage the plant stations? Money, most probably. Uh, yeah, so basically what they do is some will steal coal and replace it with rocks and shit so it goes unnoticed, which obviously doesn't produce any power, but they still lean the coal back, so it's just... Uh, oh, yeah, and they're money. busy watering down coal by like putting steel in it and shit like that. Wait, what? So they steal the coal to sell the coal back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, and and they'll like steal coal on. The, so you know they use trains. So they'll take off like five kilograms of coal and they'll put like five kilograms of steel on it, of like just rubbish, rusted steel, so that there's no weight change, but there's less coal. So by the time it gets to the power plants, there's a lot less coal than what they thought they were getting. Also, just like with the mentality that some people think, like when they wanted more like buses to be cheaper, what did they do? They broke buses and burnt them down. <laughs> so uh, shall we react to the video? Yeah, dude, it, it has. And I'm not too sure if you've been introduced to everybody. There's Nuntu and there's Matthew. Yes, hi. These are really two great friends of mine. Matthew, I met him <laughs> through a friend of mine by the name of Christy, and he's become like a really close friend of mine over the past few years. And I've wanted him to be on this podcast because I've always had enlightening conversations with him, and, and he's brought such insightful 
deep perspectives of life. Should I maybe speed this up? I'd like to share that with the people as well. Oh, I'm touched, Alex. Oh, yeah, no, you, well, you should be because I don't speak highly of many people. Take that to the grave, so, you know. Take it to the heart. I will, I will. And then there's Nontu, who, who has been such an amazing supportive anchor of mine, like a pillar of strength during the toughest part of our studying. She's just been amazing and so encouraging. And I hope that I can be that for her as well, because she's doing her master's. And even with the challenges that she's faced, she's been able to persevere through it. So everybody, meet one another. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> All right. The reason why we have Jasmine today is because she's immigrated over to Ireland and I haven't had a chance to speak to her in a while. And I would like you just to catch up with her, see how she's doing. The thing is, I saw you went over to Ireland and I've seen your journey as you moved along. I remember when you were here in South Africa, I think during that time you were doing your master's and then you were working in four ways as a vet. And then from there, I'm not too sure what happened. Would you like to fill us in? Maybe let us know how you were, what you were going through, what's been keeping you busy these days. Perfect. So I did a BSc in animal science at the University of Pretoria and actually met Alex because we stayed in, what was it called? It was like a student roost kind of thing. South Point. South Point. Uh, that's for a minute, so Brooks. once I did that. You remember, you remember South Point? You came to visit once. Uh, like the, I think the, the first time you came to visit, I think like I came back from Nelspreys and my fridge, like my roommate didn't oh, buy electricity. Is that where like, we went driving somewhere and there was some other dude in the car as well? Yeah, my roommate. Yeah, Vernon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I drove like a fucking maniac. <laughs> dude, like, dude, this guy drives like a maniac just on a regular day. Just on a regular, dude. <laughs> Uh, well, it's a good thing you admitted it. It's a good thing you admitted it. But yeah. Yeah, All but right, that so... day was a bit worse. I even did a burnout. So... <laughs> <laughs> In a fucking hatchback. <laughs> yeah, Doing dude. donuts and shit. Yeah, he was reckless back then. <laughs> How did you not get into an accident? Because I'm a skilled reckless driver. <laughs> <laughs> oh. skizzles to pay them bizzles. Okay, that's great. Uh, you can just uh, skip a few parts. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's just go five minutes in. In my head, I said I can't be here. I'm struggling to live. I can't make ends meet. So I just kind of, it was a January morning and I just went, right, I'm out of here. Yeah. And what I've seen a lot in a lot of cases is that most of the times, first of all, immigrating is a really big decision to make. And it's an incredibly tough decision to make because it requires you leaving what is familiar and going to. I just want to say that clip alone originally was like two minutes long. That like 10 second part was like two minutes of Alex just being like, and, and like, right, like, and, and, and what? <laughs> what? Really? Yes, that part was about two minutes long, and I took it down to like twenty seconds. Oh, respect. Okay. Well, yeah. Re God. Respect. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, yeah, all I'm, things I'm are possible. Here, I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I'm <up> here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Alex. You're not supposed to laugh at the sword, man. <laughs> it came unexpectedly. <laughs> oh. It came unexpectedly. So, I was just over here, just like, okay, I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah, we can go like a few more minutes forward. Sure. And went and lived with my grandmother for a couple of months. I'm 100%. I'm behind you and I'll help you with everything you need. So I was very lucky that way. And her and my stepfather, you know, basically I wouldn't be here without them. They got me the plane ticket. And that's just a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> yeah. No, I can imagine. I just wanted to ask, before you moved, did you have like a job that side already or you were like i'll see when i get there i actually just took a plunge and i did apply to jobs online and everything but they'd say come in for an interview and i'm like well i'm a bit far away <laughs> um, yeah so i actually came over here and I was, I'm very <laughs> just the touch. Well my dad lives here in ireland near dublin so I was able to, you know, land at his place and start looking for jobs whilst I was staying with him. That is interesting because that's the main thing. Because I'm also contemplating taking everything and be like, I'll see when I get there. <laughs> I think we all are. But it's so risky. I wouldn't do that, but... Um, yeah, it is, Especially it is a with huge risk. I was very lucky that, <laughs> you know, I had a place to land. I think if you don't have family or friends wherever you're going you know even if it's just staying with someone for two weeks whilst you get on your feet it's the biggest amount of difference i know that a lot of people wouldn't have taken that risk and that's completely understandable i'm just a little bit of a wild card yeah well you know one thing that i do remember about you jasmine is that uh, you're a maverick <laughs> i'm not too sure if you remember this actually but when we were in college i think I can't really remember the details, but I think you, you had a conversation with your mom over the phone. And I think she was saying you're going to burn yourself out doing extramural activities, working and studying. And you were like, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> it's like, boom, did it. Done. Okay, so I've been looking at your Instagram, okay? Because I don't like keeping yeah, up the peeps. And I've realized that you've uh, gotten into a relationship. Is it serious? Very, yeah. We've been together for a year now, so... It's going well. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, good. I I'm glad that you said that because it's time that we, that we explain to him the concept of lobola. Because <laughs> you are African. <laughs> okay? No. Listen, there's going to be no problem with that. There's more, there's more cows than people in Ireland. There's more cows than people there? Yep. Oh, okay, even better. All right, we can end it off right there. All right. Um... <clears throat> I think we've got a gist of what the episode is about. So uh, go out there, watch more of it. We're not going to watch too much of it because obviously we want to promote the episode. But uh, what do you guys think? It's good. Yeah. I'm sad I missed it. You, you, you missed it? Oh, well, you can always go yeah, and watch well, it on YouTube. I wasn't part of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just ignore Alex. He's not the brightest spark around. He's trying, you know. Alex, you're you're shiny, okay? Don't listen to anyone else. You're a shining star. Yeah, your brain is shiny because it's smooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. Oh. Oh.
Now let's enjoy it, Alex. I invite you on my podcast. Now we all have our moments of stupidity. <laughs> Alex, don't, don't go, Alex. No, don't leave us, Alex, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, after this, I'll just go and um, never come back, I guess. I just, um... <laughs> oh, God, that got dark. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, Oof. on that note, I guess we'll just have to end the conversation there. Stay deep and stay you. <laughs>